When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply ancient writing on them so i'm also doing my podcast right now too guys so um this is nightcap with night god and we're talking on a few different subjects tonight uh experience i had i want to i want to retell the witch story for those of you that missed it this um young lady hit me up on my instagram and told me a crazy story uh that entailed her her grandma and when they lived in mexico and an encounter that they had with an apparent witch so what up hammer samurai it is cold here in michigan it is cold right now um so yeah bundle up those of you that are in michigan living the dream brother living the dream so, what's she asking? What's going on? Uh, so, nice. You're in Grand Rapids? That's what's up, bro. Hell yeah. That's what's up, guy. Cool. Fellow Michigander. Unfortunately, Michigan lost. Ah, Tony Van D. So, dude, you're out. your last name is The Trip, though. It's The Whip, bro. Van Diesel. That's sick, by the way. But I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm definitely not as, uh, you know, uh, I had a couple people hit me up um, saying the same thing as you there, Tony, not to worry about my content so much. Uh, he said that a lot of times if people are saying that I should, it's because he said that, and, and I'm, I'm new to this, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm small town USA, okay, so I'm not naive because I've learned a lot over these last couple of years, but uh Sometimes I'm blind to people's intentions. Let's put it that way. And I think that's partly the empathy in me as well. Um, so he said that a lot of times when people are coming at you with, oh, you might get a band or whatever, this and that. He said it's because they're bad because I'm not necessarily sharing the content they want me to share or the content they requested that I share. So they're trying to swerve me off content to get to another content or something. But he said that a lot of times it's just trolls. Don't even worry about it. Like... He told me that my content isn't that that on the edge or that edgy. I guess the only thing I would say that I share is kind of edgy that makes me a little nervous is my Antarctica stuff. But if you had seen, y'all, did you see my my latest short video? Uh, I stumbled across a... And the short video is my video because I automatically go to my own Google Earth and record my own finding it. But this gentleman had a TikTok where it said a U.S. colonel disclosed the coordinates of ancient megalithic ruins on Antarctica. So I was like, "Oh, sweet!" You know, and he showed he showed his he showed the coordinates, shared them with everybody. He was nice enough to share them with everybody. So sure enough, I had to go. I had to go check it out. 
So I went and checked it out, and yeah, it looks legit, y'all. It looks really legit. Uh, very intriguing, to say the least. In, in, in you know, <laughs> it's funny because I've found, I've found numerous structures like this, you guys. Like same type of schematic or design. You can zoom in on it and see, you know, building structures that have, you know, they're straight lines and they're and they're intersecting like a grid, like like cityscapes would look from the bird's eye view. Uh, so I've seen, I've found so many of these. It's not even funny, but since this kernel disclosed this one and verified its validity, I just thought, man, this should be looked at. But um, it's pretty interesting. And sorry for you podcasters. Uh, I can't really show you, but it, I guess uh, it looks like, to me, the shape of it looks like the shape of a, a sort of um, maybe uh, from the top, a lizard, lizard-type-esque being that they're trying to mimic. And uh, then I see like a uh, human-type being with a headdress coming up off of it. But when you zoom in is when you can really see the the structure and the the building inside the actual mountain of it but this is supposedly where this is supposedly the this whole structure here and can you see like leg leg like the bottom of its mouth with snow in it and then the lizard head top side um you can see that it's definitely some sort of structure right i mean it's uh interesting to say the least so when you zoom in on it this is what you get. Sorry, I'm going to hide the chat messages for just a second. Um, so here it is. And, and I'll, I guess I can, I'll, I'll ping the coordinates for you guys so you can see them too and check it out for yourself. So this is this is supposedly where, uh, where this U- U.S. colonel disclosed this, this, this structure here as a ancient megalithic structure of sorts. Okay, so then you, I'm going to zoom in for you real quick. I'm going to take the coordinates back off. That was just for reference for you guys. But you zoom in on it, and, you know, you can definitely see, especially right here, right, uh, where you see the, the face, guys, mouth, eyes, nose, and then, yeah. Um, that's on top of this, this structure in the very middle. Okay. You know, there's that. And then just to the left, you have some more. And it's obviously pixelated, like always. Um, But when a U.S. colonel discloses it, I have no problem sharing it. So that's kind of cool, I thought. I was kind of stoked that, you know, and that, that, that says something a lot. Or a lot about what's going on. This says a lot about what's going on, guys. Um. You know, these kernels and when these when these kernels and these admirals disclose things like this, it's because they're not they're being told to. They're they're not they're not just doing it at their own free will just to go against dot gov. I'm telling you right now, that's not the case because they wouldn't be doing it. But um, do you see the lizard head, though, guys? Do you see the head right there? See how the eye, the eye, mouth It's top side now. It's top side. But that, that line right there is its mouth on the bottom side. Claws, whatever you want to say. But, um, yeah, it looks like, you know, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. See, they kind of blurred out there. 
I think you'd be seeing some crazy stuff if they didn't blur it out right there. But nevertheless, interesting structure to say the least. Uh, and that tells me this, guys. So so here's the structure, and it's uncovered. There's no snow on it in, in Antarctica at the moment. But if you guys zoom out, what does that say for all the other structures surrounding it? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that these are all ancient ruins of of past civilizations on Antarctica. They're just covered in snow. These ones happen to be. What's this one look like? I haven't, I haven't even really done any investigating, but you can see there that structure, right? I mean, zoom in on it. That square, round, or it's square, clean, brick-like structures. I mean, that's pretty obvious right there. It's, it doesn't look like a mountain pass to me. In fact, it looks like nose, mouth. It looks like a lion almost, like whiskers maybe even. I don't know. There's another face. Dude, you can just keep looking for the faces in Antarctica, bro. And you can sit there and just do it all day. You know? But, yeah. So, they're disclosing some stuff, guys. It's getting... Uh, it's coming. It's just a matter of time. I feel aliens are, are going to fully disclose here soon. Maybe not all races, obviously of alien or all species of alien but um it's only a matter of time before they fully fully disclose that aliens exist and uh it's weird guys because i think there really is i'm gonna say i think there really is a dimensional type shift going on at the moment uh into the fifth dimension probably is what it is frequencies changing um here let me bring the chats back sorry guys frequencies changing Right? Frequency's changing. You know, I used to post on BitChute. I don't anymore. I don't anymore. Well, I'm glad you caught alive there, Miss Nicole. Good to see you here. So, um, yeah, I, I was thinking about going back to BitChute, though, and, and posting a little bit. But it's really not. And I don't know. I guess it sounds. It's, you guys, so. And, and when I say, like. I'm not trying to sound shallow when I say like an app doesn't pay or anything like that. Okay. Just so you guys know, um, cause it, it's not that it's the, it's the fact that I already have to post so much on so many other apps, like it, it, another app to add into it is just like the thought of it. It's overwhelming. Like I, I'm already having a hard enough time keeping up with my lives and my content. You know, I got, um, People hit me up to do podcasts that I'd like to do, but it's like, you know, it's like, it's hard to find the time. I mean, I gotta, I gotta keep consistently posting my own content because I want to keep you guys entertained first and foremost. Um, first and foremost, my platform, YouTube is the most important. So I'm not going to cut out any time or any type of, um, that that's, fr that's frugal for me to, ha or not important, but, uh, imperative that I have this time for myself, my own content, let alone, you know, hopping on a podcast and, and talking for three hours, you know, and it's cool, you know, I, I understand, but it's a lot of time, you know, I haven't had any like super large podcast platforms hit me up yet, um, which obviously I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, dumb. I, I definitely go on those podcasts because it's, it's obviously advertising for me, but, um, I got between that and then I got a, a, this um, opera 
Opera uh, browser, web browser. It's like a DuckDuckGo, the Opera Opera web browser. <laughs> um, they've hit me up. They want me to do an advertisement on my next video. So I got to get that next video done, which I want to do it on the Roger Chronicles, which I'm going to do it on the Roger Chronicles. Um, it's going to probably be a multi-part series, but I want to get into a little more depth on those. I think those are very intriguing. I don't think I should have to worry or do have to worry about I'm I'm thinking in TikTok um, terms, you know, like how it says the Chinese attacked the United States, World War Three, and all that stuff. At the end of the day, it's it's hypotheticals, man. Like you you know, this guy travels from the future. Well, do you believe it? Sure, if you if you want to believe it, that's cool. I I, I probably believe it, but uh, doesn't mean that it's for sure one thousand percent right that the the Chinese are gonna come and attack us through Alaska with a with an army of 200 million, you know, it, it doesn't mean that it's just, it's a crazy story. It's a good story. And what's cool is like I said, I want to get into the tech. Um, when they talk about like those traveling discs where basically they can wear this disc and they can travel, um, anywhere on the planet in a, in a blink of an eye, they're basically teleportation discs. Um, or more or less, maybe they create a wormhole to a wormhole or something, but uh, or dimensional type thing. I guess I'd have to look into that technology um, a little bit and read about it a little bit more. But uh, like I said, I think that not only have those been referenced more than once, as um, I guess uh, Billy Carson did, did something on these discs, and my boy uh, Dre here, he sent me a message saying, "Hey, bro, Billy Carson, dude, he he." Uh, these are the discs. These are it, you know, from the Roger Chronicles. And I don't, Billy Carson didn't put that together. He did. But I, uh, I also thought in my head, I think that's what the Dropa discs are. The Dropa people supposedly were from a um, constellation in the sky. And they landed in the mountainous region of China. Okay. Well, when they landed, their ship at that moment broke and they couldn't repair it. But these Dropa people were basically four, three to four foot tall. They were obviously extraterrestrial and had great technology, um, but they couldn't figure out how to get back home. So they, uh, the tribesmen or tribe, tribal people of the mountains that found these Dropa people and the spaceship because they saw the spaceship crash. Um, so obviously they were all scared at first and they hid out in their caves, but eventually they came out of their caves and they found these, these beings um, that had these super advanced technologies with them. Well, one of the things, and this was found by a professor, a Tibetan professor, I'm pretty sure he's from Tibet, or maybe, uh, maybe uh, let me take that back. Let me let me reverse that. Hong Kong. He was from Hong Kong, a certain university in Hong Kong. Um, he actually went to explore this area because he was very into archaeology and you know like cave type sciences and exploration. So, on a field trip with his class, he went to these Dropa caves. Or the um these caves and I want to I want to tell you guys exactly where they are. Okay, 
they were on, on much tiny hieroglyphs were um, found. They go back 12,000 years. They measure up to one foot in diameter and carry two grooves originating from a hole in their center in the form of a double spiral. Now, I'll show you a picture of them. <clears throat> the Bayan Har. Bayan Har Mountains. At the and that the ship contained the Dropa people who couldn't fix it. The Dropa people were hunted down and killed by the local Han Chinese for a period. They were intimidated by them. But this professor noted specifically that the Dropa came down from the clouds in an aircraft. Our men, women, and children hid in the caves ten times before sunrise. When at last we understood the sign language of the Dropas, we realized that the newcomers were peaceful. So then they allowed them to inhabit the caves with them and live with them. But this um, Sum Un Nui, that's the professor, Sum Um Nui in 1962, he took a class up there and he, they discovered the corpses. Plus, like, I want to say it was something like a thousand of them, 716 circular stones, discs. So I, I have a funny feeling in their center, the form of a double spiral. I think those were the, the um, I think they used those for teleportation. But upon crashing, the technology was no longer viable. They couldn't use it. So the stones, like for example, if they were on the ship, they'd set this stone or this, this yeah, they'd set this stone or disc in a certain area of their ship and it would read the disc and it would go pew, teleport them there possibly just a theory of mine but um yeah so there's a lot of technology and a lot of cool stuff in vajra chronicles that i think it has to be i have to do it you know what i'm saying like i have to put it out there um not only that after finding out about aladdin i don't know if you guys saw that video about aladdin um how Aladdin took place after a World War III-like cataclysmic event. Like, really? Why is now Aladdin predict Why is now Aladdin depicting a World War III? Why? Like, how many times do we got to be slapped in the face with these theories and these these depictions of a World War III before we're like, hmm, you know? I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not. This, this is for entertainment purposes only. But it's just kind of like, did it happen maybe... <laughs> In a in a previous civilization, like a World War Three like scenario, where uh, you know, like the Saharan deserts were created, all that type of stuff, um, has it happened before? Is I guess what I'm getting at, uh, possibly, you know. So, you know, and they, you know, what they say, like history repeats itself and all that stuff. So it's kind of like, you know, it's something that I just want to sense the Aladdin thing, and. Uh, all that I just have to do the Vajra Chronicles, and there's another similar type story that can also back the Vajra Chronicles story as well. Um, so I'm gonna check that out. But uh, no, this witch story, this uh, girl told me very intriguing, um, and it's funny, you guys, because <laughs> on God, dude. So like, I've been so people know me by now that that I that I chill with. Um, people that come over here know what I'm about, right? Um, yeah, hit that like button, y'all. Hit that like button. 
Only 53 and 175 watching. What's that mean? That's interesting. Yes, I'm glad to see you here, Mr. Yoda. Good to see you, brother. White Tyler, in the show, Loki, they talk about how all of life is for certain people to rise up. People are the 144K. And it's so odd, you guys. Uh, so, the, speaking of the 144K, this chick hit me up on my Facebook Messenger. Let me show, Let me see what she said exactly. And, I mean, obviously, you know, they could just be people just being people. <laughs> um, and, and just doing what they do. But she said, hi, I have been told. This is, this is crazy. She goes... Hi, and this is this this is her. She she's good looking good looking girl. Um, she's told she goes. I, hi, I have been told last night. This is last night. Wait, yeah, last night that she said this, or Saturday night. Excuse me, that she she got this message or whatever. I've been told last night by Osiris and Ariel to message you and to tell you that what you're doing, awakening people, is an amazing thing. Don't lose hope or light in this dark world. She said, now that the seraphim are watching and are very, she's like, that's where it kind of goes off. She, she, she misspoke. Don't lose hope or light in this dark world. The, um, they wanted me to let you know that the seraphim are watching and are very pleased with your work. Love and light. So I looked up seraphim and those are those angels. I talked about them in my seven uh, archangels of heaven and hierarchy of heaven video. Um, and it's odd though. So the seraphim supposedly have six wings. They cover their feet, their face, and then they fly with two, a set of two of them. Um, because they, the, they can't look at the div divine light of God or something. But, um, and they have eyes all over. They're all seeing. They have eyes. Supposedly they have eyes all over their body, right? Anyway, uh, that's what it says. So actually, though, I was just reading, which is interesting. I was just reading another article from a guy who uh, goes in depth into like the Hebrew Bible and stuff. And he said that the seraphim have been represented in the Bible, in the Hebrew Bible, as a um, dragon being a dragon type being or a serpent type being so i thought wow that's kind of interesting this is the first time i've ever heard of the seraphim ever referred to as dragons uh so kind of interesting right um just messages like that get me kind of get the gets the blood boiling you know i was kind of tired before this live even but um i'm not near as tired as i was the other night i got some decent sleep and now i'm feeling better and up um so between that New Year's and the next night, you know, and just going hard on content, I was just whipped. But I wanted, to, I, I didn't like the live. I just took it down because I was too tired. It doesn't look professional. So I, uh, I, I got rid of it and I just wanted to shoot this live tonight and just talk to you guys about a few different things. I got a few different topics that I want to talk to you guys about. Um, for example, one of them was the, uh, the colonel and his, message or his uh coordinates but also um i don't know if you guys were in the live okay i don't know if you guys were in the live where i talked about monstro and he told about his birthing event where he was born when his mom um had him as a child 
Uh, and how he said there was five people. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for those likes. Um, any donations greatly appreciated as well. You guys are awesome. Um, how he had, he said that there was five other babies born where he was born in Mexico at the time. But I, on the night of his birth, he said there was a lot happening in the sky. It was like skies like they had never seen before. Okay. Skies like they had never seen before. Um, colors flashing and all kinds of different, you know, seemed like paranormal-esque events. Oh, it's okay. You, you guys don't have to donate. It's just, it's just a suggestion. So, um, what's happening? What's happening? And who was made a little, okay, anyway. Um, so remember how he said there was five babies born that day. One of them was covered in hair. One of them had bulbous eyes with big old eyelashes. One of them had six toes on, and, and, hand, and fingers on each hand. Six toes on each foot six and all around. Six phalanges. Uh, the other one was normal. And he, yes, I've heard that many times. The 222 at 222. And it's weird. I'll talk about that here in a second. So, and the fifth one was him. And he had a red dot that protruded from the middle of his forehead. Uh, so... I wanted to show you guys what um, my, which Dre sent me on my Instagram. This was really cool. Uh, and it just goes to show, you know, it, it it validates stories. So basically he said the men in black showed up and took the ones that were so obvious they had to be took. The one covered in hair, the one with the bulbous eyes, and the one with six phalanges on each limb. They took those three. And they left the one, obviously, that was normal, and then... My boy Monstro, he was absolutely misty. You just hit it on the head, girl. Good job. You, you're, you're so smart. She hit it on the head. She said, as if they were sent down from above altogether on purpose, and then the humans, of course, went ahead and ruined it. Absolutely. What they were trying to do at that moment when they, when they did that. Absolutely, Misty. They were trying to disclose to mankind what types of different types of beings there were in the galaxy. Just a small taste of what else there is out there. And that that they and who knows, guys, what types of who knows what types of powers or or how they would have developed. Nobody really knows. Thank you, Miss uh Simon. Thank you. I'm just gonna say Simon because Pashiana, Pashiana Simon, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. No, hey, I appreciate that, Tony. You're a good man. You're a good man. Um, awesome donator, brother. You really are. Thank you so much. Uh, so yes, like you said, like Missy said, and I understand, guys. I'm not. I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad for not donating. So that's not the intention there. So just um, don't worry about it if you can't. I love that you're here. So it's 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 important that you're here. Uh, so. Like Missy said, they were trying to send us a sign, y'all. They were trying to send us a sign. And uh, who knows, like I said, how they would have developed. They could have had abilities, right? Um, like, for example, uh, how funny is it that the lady on the moon 
Thank you so much, Flying Lion. Thank you so much. Every do donation matters. Every donation counts, brother. Thank you so much. Um, so, they, so, I found it funny how, how our boy Monstro here had the red dot in his head, right? That, that bumped up, which is a, to me, that's a pineal, a pineal gland, uh, attachment of sorts, or maybe a pineal gland feeder or, 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 or frequency picker upper, who knows, like. It could be picking up, that thing could have been the, so it, either way, I just find it funny. Sorry, I don't mean to kind of like stutter, ramble over my stuff. I'm getting ahead in thoughts, but it's kind of funny how the lady on the moon that they found on the moon in, on the Apollo 20 mission in the 1980s, um, pretty sure it was Apollo 20 in the 1980s. It was a Russian and U.S. team. They found the lady on the moon. She had a red, red ish dot that naturally protruded from the middle of her forehead just like our boy monstro said he had as a child what's that mean that means that and they found her on the moon she was an empress of sorts to me y'all that is like pretty obvious a conduit sure thank you thank you for um we're dropping that for me my vocabulary is getting better <laughs> Misty, I love you, sweet. <laughs> she said, breathe in, find your center. Find your chi. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Uh so our boy Monstro had that same thing, and then this lady on the moon had the same type of protrusion. Okay. There's something there. That's 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 validation to me, right? Just like what I'm going to show you is validation for his story, period. All right? Check this out. Now, these they, they, they have these types of people all over the world. They're not very publicized, but they are real. And there's whole families of them. Right? There's whole families of them. Uh, so there you go. Is that a relative of Sasquatch? Werewolf? That's real as the day is long. He, he's got hair on every, every bit of his face. It's Chewbacca, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, really? I mean, it's Chewbacca. Except maybe a little off from him. <laughs> like, maybe more human than Chewbacca. Looks like my sister. <laughs> Poor girl. <laughs> but uh, no, his uh, his story has a, a lot of validity. And yes, they were sending them down here to show us what could be other species of aliens. Truly, I believe they may have even been hybrids. Now, my only question is, and my only, my only kind of thought on the situation that's like, huh, how did they do this? How did they go about instilling or installing portions of their DNA into the babies if the babies were not conceived or not, or artificially inseminated with that type of being and crossed, right? How did they go about when, when the baby, say, showed up to the hospital and was ready to be born in the womb, it was probably, in theory, all human, right? But what, how, and what happened in the sky that night and how did these ETs instill this 
genetic sequence in their their DNA in their upbringing, right? I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, that's a powerful thing, whatever they're doing. If it's not obviously inseminated at birth, like I know they say, for example, uh, or inseminated at inception, right? Or 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 when they breed, like, um, for example, Jesus, he was supposedly, uh, it's, he was actually born of what an angel. She, she never ever had intercourse to bear, get the pregnancy or have become pregnant for Jesus. Okay. So in theory, if you want to talk on a scientific level, what could have happened? Because really, it's hard to believe that he just spontaneous, just spontaneously manifested in the womb. Okay. Well, could have an alien being or an ancient alien faction basically artificially inseminated Mary with Jesus while she was asleep. In in theory, could that happen? I don't, I imagine it could. I, I imagine it could. Um, I imagine that they have something or a machine of sorts that could do it without anybody or anything or, or the, the female ever knowing with, or feeling anything. Um, so I don't know. It, it's just odd that if the, and, and I'd be curious to know, maybe, who knows, maybe these, I mean, Monstro knew his father, but maybe these other beings didn't know their father. Maybe, you know, on a crazy tip, on a crazy tip, uh, I had a, a girl hit me up early on in my Instagramming, uh, my Instagramming era where I kind of was heavy into Instagram. I was banned off TikTok, I think at the time. So I went heavy into Instagram. This girl hit me up. She was probably in her fifties now, she said. Um, and she was very intelligent. She had a, a very well-spoken seemed. She, she said that she was a clairvoyant. Okay. Or a, um, psychic esque person. She always had this ability since she was a kid. Um, her dad was high up in the military. It sounds like it was weird. She tried, she kind of made it sound or seem like uh, her mom was only 16 at the time when she was or got pregnant with her. And it sounded like she was down in Florida in a military town in Memphis, older, not older, but he, she was older than him, military gentleman who was in his early 20s. Um, kind of just showed up out of nowhere. Uh, more or less, they... He dated this girl, her mother, for a little while while she was younger. And this was back in a time where it wasn't, I mean, it, it's still taboo, but it wasn't so taboo for the um, age gap thing. So, uh, but yeah, it's still little 16 is definitely weird, but um, it wasn't so taboo. You, you were going to jail for it in any way at that time. Okay. So he got her pregnant and bailed. More or less. Disappeared off the face of the earth. They don't know where he went. Um, later on, she did a little digging and found out that her father was actually stationed in Mount Hernan military base. 
which is said to have a lot of um, alien extraterrestrial activity surrounding that uh, military base, if I'm correct. So she thought in, in a theory or, or an idea that maybe her father was a higher being, possibly a Venetian or something along those lines. Just because of the way she was like a clairvoyant slightly, she could, uh, you know, she had these abilities, blah, 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 um, that she felt that her father may have been actually planting his his seed as a, a extraterrestrial creating a hybrid because the way he just bailed and she said she never really figured out who he was. So um, anyway, she claimed in that one night because she was... Um, she had a girlfriend. She had a girlfriend, okay? And they lived together in these apartments. And one night, she said she woke up to a being. Or, well, she, take that back. She woke up to a, like, sort of scream outside from a person out in the courtyard of her little apartment complex. She kind of woke up and didn't really, you know, kind of was, like, startled by it for a second. But she said she can remember kind of going, oh, must be some kids or something. She went back to sleep. Well, no sooner did she kind of start dozing back off that she woke up and she was in a sleep paralysis, right? And next to her bed standing there was a gray alien. She said it was a gray. No question about it. Um, it was kind of standing there just watching her. And prior to that, See, prior to that, her she used to get mad because she said her girlfriend would always wake up and be really loud going to the bathroom at night. And she'd do it two or three times a night, and she said she used to always frustrate her. So right before that alien got there, uh, her girlfriend woke up to go to the bathroom, and she remembers hearing it, and all of a sudden she said she was remembers thinking, well, that's weird. She hasn't flushed or anything. She's been in there for quite a while. Like, usually she'll get up. It's like a routine. You know how you hear somebody do something and it's like, you remember, you know, just order, whatever order that they do it in, you know it, right? Put the toilet seat, you know, or flush it, whatever. Well, she, none of that happened, basically. And that's when she woke up and there was this gray alien. Well, come to find out that the, um, she, when she finally came to, her girlfriend's legs were like par paralyzed. They were just rubber legs because it had knocked her out for a couple hours. She said she felt like she was sitting on the toilet. And this entire time, these greys were abducting her and uh, doing some type of, you know, readings, experiments, whatever you want to call it. They, You know how they say that a lot of people say the same thing, that people lose time. When they, uh, when they are abducted by aliens, so after this, she wakes up in the morning and doesn't really think much of it. Doesn't really feel a lot different or anything like that. She feels pretty normal, like herself. But about two to three months later, she said she started having these emotional like feelings and breakdowns and these thoughts and blah blah blah. Well. She said in as a result of all this feeling and all this t all this stress, she went and visited one of her other clairvoyant friends who was who was in the game for a long time, very wise. She said as soon as she walked in the room, 
her friend looked at her and goes, when did you get pregnant? She's the let, you know, she's not, she's got a girlfriend, right? She has a girlfriend. When did you get pregnant? She's like, what? Pregnant? Yeah, you're pregnant. Like she said, she knew it right away. Um, no way, no way, no way. She said, yeah, no way. I'm not pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way I'm pregnant. You know, she's like thinking her girlfriend, cause this is a serious thing. She thought she was going to get so mad at her and all this stuff. Well, she went and got a pregnancy test. She was preggers. Okay. She was preggers and she had never been with a man. She had never been with a man. So she's freaking out. And the only thing she can think is the gray. All right. The gray alien. Okay. So at that point, she kind of figured that. And then her girlfriend didn't believe her, of course. So she left, but she was by herself and she went through this whole thing by herself. She said during the entirety of her pregnancy, they would show up and they would like scan her at night and she would always be paralyzed. And sometimes she would know for sure. Sometimes she was kind of like, yeah, it was gray. Um, it was, it was gray type, you know, kind of blacking out here and there type thing. But, uh, she said that at that point they knew wherever she was because she would try to leave and go other places and she would try to hide from them. But wherever she went, they would show up like clockwork. So as a result, one of her good friends, the clairvoyant friends said, I'll have your back. Let's do this. Let's, let's run. Cause she was, she said, I don't give a crap whether or not she said she's having this baby. I'm carrying this baby. She wants it. I'm having this baby. She didn't want to, she felt though and knew she felt that they were going to take the baby. That she just said she could feel that she's, they were going to take the baby on her. They were using her as a vessel. That was it. Okay. To develop this hybrid. Then they were going to take it. Well, she said, no way. You're not taking my baby. This is my baby. I'm carrying it. I don't care if you inseminated it or whatever. I don't care what it is. I'm keeping it. So she's trying to run from this gray and run from this gray. And, and she's basically on the run the entire pregnancy, trying to move and duck and move and duck and move. Well, eventually she is thinking she's safe and she's out in this area, maybe of Colorado, for example, um, where she's with her friend of her clairvoyant friend and she's asleep one night and she said, sure enough, it was six months into, she said it wasn't her full term. It wasn't her full term, but it must've been, see, and I've heard, I've heard beings in inner earth. I've actually heard that beings in inner earth, they will only have a three month pregnancy because they figured out how to, um, with technology and, and, and human advancement to make it so it doesn't hurt the female so much that they can sustain a child after just three months in the womb. So she said at six months is when they came back and they, she said she woke up the next morning and she said she knew right away. She wasn't cut open. She wasn't nothing. wasn't violated. Nada. She said she just woke up and she could feel it. The baby was gone. She said she screamed this loud screaming cry. And it was very, um, very tragic to her that they took this baby. But that she said, I mean, 
you know, hey, could, could it be a whole story? I, sure, of course it could. But I, I could tell by the way she told me, and I'll vouch for I'm not dropping her name because it's, you know, um, not really my place to do so. So I'm not going to drop her name. But she seemed very sincere, and she seemed it seemed very legit um, if you talk to her, right? She said at one point even the men in black come and picked her up when she first got um when they first impregnated her, the men in black came and picked her up and kind of gave her the, the shakedown type thing of, you know, letting her know that you ain't going to keep this baby and all this stuff. And she said that at one time, and dude, the way she described it was insane, right? She said that they came and picked her up from her mother or her grandmother's house because her mother wasn't super there for her growing up because she was so young when she had her. So she was at her grandmother's house. Um, and this was late, obviously she was older, but her grandmother raised her. So she was at her grandmother's house and sure enough, she said she pretty much kind of had an idea right away as soon as they pulled in. Uh, and then actually her story is really cool. I should tell her story. I, I should let her tell it or have her on a podcast and talk to her about it. Cause I think it's really cool. She, um, anyway, she also claimed that they started these tests and they, they, the government, it was, she was part of the government program that took place in the 70s and 80s where they took young children and who were supposed to be special and they did lab experiments on them, more or less. Um, they did lab experiments on them uh, and, 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 and tried to study them, figure out their abilities, why they had them. They were basically guinea pigs. She said she can remember it to this day. that, uh, And she thinks that it actually was her grand, her mother's, or her grandmother's, so it was her step-grandfather. He showed up in her youth. Her grandmother married this guy, but he was high up in the military, right? She thinks that he kind of more or less like ratted her out because he seemed like that she was a little different and kind of pawned her to the military, like volunteered her for these experiments, right? And she said that they happened to her her whole childhood, Um but yeah, in in later in life, when the men in black showed up to her house, she kind of knew what time it was. That's why. So, because she grew up around this crap. Um, and dude, you you guys, she has these crazy stories describing to me uh, the military base in Mount Hernan, um, where she was taken there as an adult. Um, this is the men in black story. They took her there as an adult and showed her this super fast advanced tech, showed her um, time traveling machines and all this stuff because she was this guinea pig and, you know. Uh, more or less could be possibly a hybrid. I'm kind of thinking she may be a hybrid, maybe that her father was a hybrid or a Venetian of sorts. But uh, she said when they picked her up, right, she said there was one normal gentleman. Well, there's one normal gentleman in the front and then two normal guys sitting on each side of her by normal. I mean, the, and then the front passenger seat, and I've heard a lot of people talk about certain people certain guys in the men in black being these odd looking beings these odd looking humans a lot of times they were bald no eyebrows no facial hair just bald all all their face was bald their head and they had these eyes she said these eyes that would just they looked funny to her she said she just there was some about him she said he was a little taller and 
she said that when, cause she kind of always resists. She likes to say that she always resisted. She was always kind of a handful for them. She liked to give them a lot of shit in the process. Kind of like, you know, after a while felons give cops. Like she said, she had been messed with them. So by them messed with by them so much that she would give them all hell every time they'd come home, come over to, to grab her up and, and shake her down. So she was giving them all hell. Right. And she said, as soon as, she tried to resist, and this being, this guy in the front passenger seat, grabbed her and did this move on her. She said his strength just seemed like something out of this world. He had her, t- he had her tied up in two seconds and up against the car, like you're gonna stop or you're gonna, it's gonna get worse. So they threw her in the back seat in the middle of these two other guys, and she said one of the first things she started doing was she started reading their minds. Okay, she started reading their minds. <laughs> And she said that she was thinking at the time about getting into the driver's head and causing an accident. Well, she said that when she started thinking those thoughts, all of a sudden she just heard this loud ringing in her head like, and she said, ah, you know, it it like shook her brain. It was so intense. And she said instantly she knew that that guy was in the front passenger seat was of an extraterrestrial origin because he's the one that did that to her as she was trying to read these guys' minds. So he saw it, he tapped into her mind, and he he wrung her brain. And uh, made it so she couldn't continue her her mind reading of these guys, of the human ones. So, And I've heard that before a lot about the men in black, that some of them might be of extraterrestrial origin, stuff like that. So... Um, pretty crazy stuff uh a lot going on with that and yeah they they can somehow artificially inseminate mankind and our women they have done it and they have had hybrids before i'll be curious to see like if and when these ets actually do disclose uh what they look like now to that somebody said in here 2 2 of 222 22 a.m right uh Right. All psychic experiments. Operation Stargate. I remember that Stargate. That was the, I remember Operation Stargate. Um but there was some program where they were taking kids out from school and they would test them and they'd see if they were worthy and they I think they were taking them to the space program, secret space program. So, I don't know. It's very intriguing though, and maybe I should I should truly have her on my podcast or have her on my my YouTube channel to tell her story because I was actually supposed to interview her a long time ago on Instagram. It just never came to fruition. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna let my cat in real quick, guys. I think she's out here. Wait, no, she's right there. I can't. I swear to God. I keep hearing my dad. I keep hearing something. I swear I hear a cat outside meowing. Maybe it's just another one. Uh, but yeah, so that's what that when I saw that, I just had to show that to you guys of this dude because I was like, well, there you go. There's Monstro's uh, story right there. That kid right there, and obviously why they didn't take this one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was probably they had had enough of them, or or you know. Certain beings they just didn't uh, didn't grab up, but um, also with around surrounding all this ET stuff, right? 
and I don't know who those of you were that were in my live last time. I'm going to show you guys the video again of this, this, I don't know. Some of them in the live last time called it a fairy. Um, I'm not a hundred percent. It looked like a light orb, but I'm going to show you guys a video of it. It's very intriguing and to say the least, uh, and then I zoomed in on it and found some very intriguing images uh, that were kind of odd, kind of uh, a bit spooky at the time. Uh, but I definitely did a, a hell of a blessing in here um, with some. And I got uh, Sage coming. I'm going to do some more blessing of it. But it was, uh, I couldn't, I wasn't, I just wasn't quite sure whether it was good or evil. I can't tell. I, I, I honestly can't tell. But it was white. It was a white light. So, you know, you generally think good, but it doesn't necessarily always mean that. Um, so, I used to watch this guy on TikTok, MK Ultra, right, with the orbs. He used to swear that the CIA was using orbs by means of travel. But, but he, he said that they were using them as a medium to spy. How much truth that holds, I'm not sure. Um, but he would show these orbs in his house floating around. And then he would proceed to show you the camera guy, camera outside. And there would be a guy dressed in all black crawling around his yard. And he would say, there's the orb. There's the guy using it, remote controlled. Um, and then he proceeded to say that that's the reason that they got rid of lead paint. Because lead paint actually protected you from orb infiltration or microwave infiltration as well. Uh, how much truth that holds, I don't know. But it is kind of funny. They did this big old smear campaign on lead-based lead paints and all of that stuff. Um, so I don't know. That, that one kind of always intrigued me. I never really dug, did much digging on that. Just because I don't like talking about the CIA very much and all that type of stuff. Uh, CIA is kind of a, you know, just a touchy subject, I guess. But yeah, that, that one was really weird to me. He swore that they were using orb. Orbs to travel. Um, and they were actually watching you through these orbs. And then he also said that they would emit microwave technology into your house and it would actually uh it would actually influence you to do things right so so in yeah it was really odd uh what are you saying but dude he swore it and he, he said he was part of the mk ultra experience experiments Better get that faith out. <laughs> See you later, Angela Ray. Iron protects from fairies. Interesting. Gods of light. Cool, huh? Um, yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. Yeah, I've I've heard about smart dust. I've heard about 5G. Could be. It could be. Sure. It could be 5G related. Um, I don't talk about 5G very much either. But at the end of the day, I haven't seen anything yet that proves it's definitely being used against us, though. That's why, mostly. Um, Really haven't said much about it yet. That's why. Because they've obviously had uh, lead lead blocks EMF. Nice, electromagnetic frequencies. Yeah, you know, so (laughs) anyway. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that, White Knight. I appreciate that. Good looking out. Um, two 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 twenty two six six six. Sure. They said, and so what's weird about the six six the two two twenty two thing? That's what's what's gonna be my next, uh, my next portion, real quick. I want to show you guys something because I always thought that and that that two 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 twenty two rang in my head often, and here's why. I want to show you guys. It's from the uh, Alien Book of Secrets, in fact. Where is... There's a certain race of being in the Alien Book of Secrets. Where are you? I think it was this one. Yep, right here. So, this one, the Dries... The Dries beings. Their height is around two and a half meters, eight feet. They have a very complex structure of their skull. They visit Earth 20 times. They carry out human abductions, which they use for human reproduction. They have abducted at least 520 humans, males and females. They come from the third star in the constellation Cetus. They have two home planets and have colonized at least 40 planets with the help of slaves. Ten of those planets were taken with the use of force. They work together with three other races. They mostly eat animal protein-derived products. According to alien reports, they are not mentally or spiritually prepared to interact with most other races. Their two home planets' chemical composition is similar to Earth's. They are supposed to reveal themselves to humans in an open manner in 2022. This is what they look like. That's what they look like. So they abduct us for human reproduction, right? But they also enjoy eating animal derivative proteins. Proteins derivative of animals. Are you sure they aren't um, (laughs) abducting us and using us to reproduce their food? That's what I find myself wondering. Also, notice something here. When looking at this creep. He's got these little tubules that come down from the side of his cheek, right? Remember that one I showed you on Antarctica? Of the the being that has those coming off the sides of his cheek? I don't know. So yeah, they're supposed to reveal in two, uh, 2022, is according to the um, Alien Book of Secrets. So I'll be curious to know or see if that possibly takes place, right? 
Very interesting indeed. If those are the ones, that is kind of creepy. I see where people are coming from. Um, but we'll see. I guess time will tell, right? Time will tell. So they said they're going to reveal it to uh, 2022. Also, a couple more signs or, or events or some things that are going on out here that have kind of made me think that the veil is, is, is lowering. The veil is lowering. Um, so obviously UFO sightings. Um, actually, a friend of mine, and it's funny because when I read, I, those of you that were in my last live, when I read the story about the witch in um, Mexico, in the grandmother, uh, it said that when it, the, the granddaughter said, I am recording again. This is part two of the alien disclosure podcast um so yeah check out my make sure you guys do that too check out my podcast spread the word what are you saying unique channel cool i love it i'm using 4g is fine no I, I dude i hardly ever hit 5g but i have i have had it and it doesn't seem to yeah, I know. I'm at 250. I'm sitting nice tonight, guys. Thank you. And just so you know, y'all, and maybe, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't do that, but uh, just so you know, I actually only hardly, I pretty much have been only doing um, lives for my YouTube family, so I haven't really been going live on TikTok or anything like that lately, so you guys are the G's, man. You're the OG's. You guys are my best fan group by far, my best friends group by far of all platforms. So I enjoy chilling with y'all the most. So that's where I go. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Oh, that's not my Facebook password. Hold on. I'm trying to log into my Facebook on the uh, phone here or my computer. Uh What in the heck? There we go. Might have to capitalize it. Just because I might try and go live on the Facebook for a second. Nope. Sure. Yeah, see, it's not letting me log in. It's weird. Come on. So, I could capitalize it. Okay, they sent me a code. Hold on. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of wild, weird noises too lately around my house. Um, <laughs> it's definitely odd. Ever since that that little being, dude, it's weird. I'll show you guys that shit real quick too. Eventually, here. 
Eh, might as well start live on Facebook. Why not? I don't mind Facebook. They're all right. I don't know. They don't. They don't seem to censor me, so that's cool. Not as bad as um, Instagram. Instagram surprises the hell out of me, you guys. Instagram surprises the hell out of me. Um, as far as their censorship goes, I really wasn't expecting Instagram because they sometimes I see the most outlandish stuff on Instagram. Um, what was I, what was I talking about here? What else did I want to talk about? Uh, oh, so as far as the alien stuff goes and the disclosure, guys. So I I live in a place where I. I hunt, okay? So I talk to a lot of hunters around me. And I've noticed a, a similar, uh, I've noticed a correlation this year. Like I've never heard it ever in the past. I've been hunting for a long time, okay? I've been hunting for a long time. And, uh, never heard it this much as I have this year. So there's a, there's like a plague of hunters who have told me that they've had somebody they know or themselves have shot deer this year. And I'm not kidding you when I say not just three or four, but like eight, nine, ten hunters I've heard say this. They've shot deer this year and watched them fall. Watched them fall right in their tracks. Some of them have even told me like they watched them until they stopped moving. Okay? And they'll think, got them in the bag, dropped them. Yes. All right? But then they proceed to go walk out there to gut the deer or whatever they do to see their, their trophy or their prize. And by the time they get out there, they are gone. And most of them say there's no tracks, no blood, nothing. They just are gone. Like one guy, a neighbor guy said that. Um... A family member said the same thing. Like, they are shooting deer, watching them drop, and they disappear by the time they get there. I thought Bigfoot, too. That was one of my first thoughts. But wouldn't you see tracks or something like that? I'd say, on average, 100 to 200 foot yard, 200 yards. I was wondering about the glitch thing, too. Because they said there's no tracks or nothing. They're just not there. Now, also, remember this, guys. What did I tell you that the Alaska gnomes like to do? Have you had some friends say that too? I know, dude. So, that they'll, so, 
Remember what I said about the Alaskan gnomes? How after they kill caribou, these hunters, they'll walk out to find that their their um, caribou were, were gone, stolen. Now, could, and I'm not saying it's gnomes, but I, I was trying to brainstorm this with my my dad and my, my uncle here. What could it be? My first thought was Bigfoot's picking them up. But wouldn't there be there? There would obviously be tracks. Sometimes they will be. There will be tracks or something. And and the, like when, one of my uncles even said he had a trail of blood like he had never seen. He thought for sure it was going to be there, and then all of a sudden the blood will stop and the tracks will stop and it's like boom gone. No more blood. No more tracks. Nothing. They're just gone. So he's like, "This is the weird. It's just like the weirdest thing I've been hearing this over and over and over again this year." And I'm like, "So." I know the Alaska gnome has been known to take caribou after hunters shoot them, but and, and maybe they are are they magical enough to cover their tracks? That's the question. I guess I gotta ask. Are they magical enough to cover their tracks? They said that the Alaska gnome there were, there's no never any drag marks because they'd pick them up over their head. Could the gnomes or other beings on Earth? The veil is so thinning that. They're starting to get more confident in what they do, and they're showing up and just taking kills. Or, or are the giants awakening? That was another thought in my head. Are the giants awakening underground, and they can actually just grab these deer from underground, pull them under, and you don't even know where what they did where, and they they make it so it's obvious. Like the what that video I showed you guys, the giant that disappeared next to the tank. That video, how he just went into the ground. Did you all see that? Did you all see that video on my shorts? The green, it's green in the background, it's night vision. A giant standing next to a tank, then it crouches down and he falls into the ground and it's just like, boom, he's gone. I guarantee you there's no hole left there. There is no hole left where he just, where he just sank into the ground. He, it's covered. It's covered, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So could these giants and these beings be coming from the underground tunnels? Hungry as a bitch because they're just waking up. And we were hunting and they hear about the, they can hear it all going down. And they know it is going down. So they'll grab the deer or and eat them from themselves. I'm not. So I'm, it's just, I'm talking hypotheticals, guys. I'm not trying to sound just retarded or ridiculous or anything like that. Excuse me. Like, I'm not starting to trying to sound outlandish. Um. Like, I'm just trying to throw out scenarios. You know what I'm saying? Like, what could it be? Uh, or it's a glitch in the Matrix. Or uh, that was one of my thoughts, too. A heavy, heavy thought of mine. Was it a, is it a glitch in the reality? They're killing this deer, and then it's just more or less dissipating instead of being flesh and bone and all this stuff. Or, or are the higher beings... After we kill these beings, is there a higher being that's taking them and, and saving them? I don't know. It's just so weird. And I've never heard, like I said, you guys, it, it, hunters take pride. Hunters take pride, especially with rifles, that their deer dies. They don't go on to live wounded because it's cruel. And we don't like that when that happens. So with rifles... It's like hunter code. Like if if you if you own a rifle and you're killing deer, 
you you ought to be good enough to kill them. Because if you continually wound them, you need to practice. You know, you need to get better. So you know, like every time I every time I hunt, I I mine don't run fifty yards. I've never had one run over fifty. Most of the time, it's just is right where they right where they stand. They drop. So these deer are dropping and they're dead, and then they they come up through them and they're gone. And I've like I said, they he just said he's heard some. I've heard probably twenty different accounts. Thirty. Why deer? Why deer? Right. So weird. You think they need blood? That's an interesting theory. Haven't heard that one. The simulation is being increasingly transparent. Interesting. Even Hunans had massive underground cities during the invasion. But humans were scanned. We are real, but we are not. We were 2,000 years ago. Huh, interesting. Hey, I liked, uh, yes, White Knight, Skinwalker. Uh, that's another theory. Also, that brings me to my next little um, section here. <laughs> Skinwalkers. Skinwalkers are very, very real. Skinwalkers are very real. So, once in a while... I will get a military member, a member of the military, hit me up. And they'll want to disclose some stuff to me, right? No, deers are not, no, deer is not a skinwalker. Skinwalkers are supposedly hyperdimensional beings, but they're like shapeshifters that can come in and out of portals. And they can, and they, sometimes they look really ugly and the evil looking and they're generally, they're generally evil beings. Malevolent, right? I think I said that right. Malevolent. They're generally evil beings. So like Skinwalker Ranch, it would, it would actually mimic voices that it had heard, right? Skinwalkers are known to mimic you. And use this ability to lure other people in. Where they will lure them in. They will kidnap them. And they will consume them. I imagine it could mimic a deer. Sure. Well, Skinwalker, that's when... So, you're you're describing a Wendigo, um, Amity Mortem. I, that, those two are often confused. Wendigo and skinwalkers are different, though. Skinwalkers are sometimes said to be possibly of extraterrestrial origin. But I think skinwalkers and wendigos can be generally classified as the same thing, though. Like, wendigos are of native folklore, but yes, that's what a wendigo, when they eat and cannibalize... When you cannibalize, when a human cannibalizes another human, they can become bloodlust and they can, they, they can get that bloodlust and turn into a, you know, uh, Wendigo, right? So they both have bloodlust. Okay, I like that. 
I like that. Kind of like, sure, a gen. They're evil little suckers. And they both are real. But what I think uh, skinwalkers can cloak and stuff like that. Skinwalkers are super, like, they, they're almost E.T. Like I said, shapeshifters, you know, where Wendigos aren't necessarily shapeshifters and stuff like that. Wendigos are um, are what they are. And they're stuck being that. And they mimic your, they mimic voices that you know. And yeah, they, they draw you in and they eat you. Yes, yes. And I've had so many accounts where people have told me they had encounters with the Wendigo. Um, the Wendigo is often depicted as having horns. Now, that's what I think you guys are talking about when you're talking about skinwalkers taking the deer. Wendigo are often depicted as having horns, but they do not. I always hate when I see a drawing of a Wendigo and they have horns. Wendigos don't have horns. Wendigos are like regular. They're not, they don't have horns. They have regular heads and they're like evil looking fanged beings, right? The only reason people drew them with horns is because Wendigos are known to put deer kills over their backs and walk with them through the woods. So, and, and this is verified by a Michigan hunter. A guy in the UP was out hunting. Changed his life forever. He told this story on his deathbed. How he shot a de he shot a buck. Okay. He hit it. It ran off. And he said he kept hearing things in the woods around him that day. While he was hunting. Odd, he thought he was going crazy. Odd noises. Odd voices. Weird shit. Well, he was in his blind. He shot a buck. It hit him. He hit the buck and it ran off. Okay. It ran a couple hundred yards. So he's tracking it and he's tracking it. And this is in the UP. As he walks up onto it, he said that he can see the deer, just the deer. And it's like moving, like it's almost alive, but it's like moving in a weird way. He said it just looked like it was really odd. He said it was laying there on its side and he could see it moving on its side. Well, you know, he's kind of, what the hell? So he picks his scope up to look at it, and that's when a humanoid-like being that was pale in skin, very skinny, fanged, and had black eyes, looked up from the deer, the gut area, and had blood rolling down its face, right? He said it had been down there just chomping, and that, this, is, this is a animal thing that's a predatorial thing they go for the guts first because they're the quickest and easiest to eat that way if another predator comes along and scares them off their kill they've consumed as much as they can as quick as they can as easy as they can so it went for the guts first and it looked up and he said holy you know he's he's going what in the world am i looking at in the in the it looks at him it kind of growls then it steps over the deer as if it's going to come at him, but then it stops. It hovers over the deer, and this guy said it let out this, this scream, yell, like he'd never heard before. It just went, ah, you know, it's just screaming like on a whole nother level, though, at him. Like, this is my deer. If you want it, you better, you're going to have to fight me for it. He said, and 
as soon as that thing did that, he just turned and walked away. Of course, rifle or not, he wasn't going to shoot it. Wasn't going to play any of that crap. He turned and walked away. He said it sat there and continued to eat. That's all it wanted was its deer. Wanted nothing to do with him. So, yeah, it's like silver. They have veins. Yes. Um, actually, speaking of that, yeah. So, uh, he turned, walked away, and he said at that moment, at that moment, he said he was in his 30s. After that, he never hunted alone again his whole life. And he never told that story until the day he died. On his deathbed, he told that story. So, because he was always too embarrassed or scared to tell it. Didn't want anybody to think anything of him. So he never told it until his deathbed, that, that very story. And then there's a couple more that I had heard out of Canada. Um, one was this guy's... This one was mimicking this guy's girlfriend. Um, his dog went outside. He kept hearing something. His dog darted outside to the woods and saw this being, you know. And he said he went out there and he said he saw it kind of stand up. And then he heard his girlfriend behind, like, behind him. Honey, what are you doing? Honey, honey, you there? You know, and it was trying to draw him out. Well... The dog, it, was, it ended up being, they, the dog just darted out of the woods like fast as crap. He ran inside and locked the door, never never saw the wind to go again. But it was there, it was present. Another one was, the good story was this lumberjacker, uh, this lumberjack uh, woodcutter was out uh, cutting wood in the in the way dense forest out in like, I don't know, probably Oregon or something like that, or or, or like Idaho. Um, staying in, everybody would leave for the weekend, right? Everybody was local. He wasn't local. He was out of his hometown. He was way out of state where he lived. Well, everybody would leave for the weekend, and this kid, for one weekend, decided to stay by himself at this cabin in the woods, in the middle of this massive woods. And he said, at night... The first night, he kept hearing like footsteps on the on the roof. And he'd be like, "What the what the hell is that? What in the world is that?" And he ignored it that first night. But the second night, it happened again. But this time, he said he could swear he was hearing the voices of his coworkers, like outside and stuff. And he's like, "What in the hell?" Like at one time, he even stepped out of the out on the porch. But that's when. He noticed in the moonlight he saw this figure out in the woods, and it didn't rub him right. He said it didn't make he didn't feel it made him feel uneasy, so he went back inside. Well, no sooner did he start hearing the footsteps on the roof again, then it was surrounded by a deck. He started hearing the footsteps on the deck, walking around the deck, and he said it sounded bipedal. And at one point he said he remembers. He woke up and he looked at the door of his cabin and there it stood. It was a Wendigo and it was just staring at him. Like, basically, it was weird. It wouldn't break into the cabin. But if it lured you outside, it would eat you. But it had to lure you outside first. It wouldn't break into the cabin, he said. But it, want, it kept trying to lure him outside, doing whatever it could. 
But eventually, it gave up because he wouldn't come outside. But, um, yeah, like a fucking vampire. <laughs> For sure. Have a good one, Ashley. So, anyway. Um, military guys hit me up once in a while. And they actually sent me some video of an under, uh, underground video of an op, right? Where they showed a particular being hunched over. And it walked out from behind this, like, I don't know. It looked like like a cliff or like a mountain. But it had, like, it was, like, behind it, like a like a massive boulder or something. I don't know. But it walked out behind it in night vision. And he was like this, right? Like all, like, boogeyman looking. And as soon as it walked out, and this was legit, dude. Like, he had, he looked over. And, and dude, I swear to God, if I watched the video close enough, I wish I would have screen recorded it. I don't know why I didn't, because I'd show it to you guys. But um, I swear to God, they were using some sort of, not only were they using regular bullets, like, this thing walks out, and then they flashbang it. Throw a flashbang, and boom! And it flashbangs it. And then they all just start lacing it up. Well... It looked to me like there's a couple energy weapons being used among these weapons. I'm not 100% sure, but it looked like it was possible possibility that they were using some futuristic weapons to kill this thing. But um, this guy is the... Uh, he said he's one, he knows it's to be true and he's heard the stories, right? Um, so I'm going to show you guys the picture here. Let me see. This is what he sent me. And that shadow that you see on the left is the exact image of what was in the video that he sent me that popped out from behind the structure and they shot it. And they shot the crap out of it. Check it out. Actual ET, they said. And that's the image of the shadow that they see, that they start, they throw a flashbang, they start shooting. They said it comes from the dumbs, the deep underground military bases. It's part of what they fight underground. Oops. So, yeah. Pretty crazy, right? It reminds me of a skinwalker. And apparently there is a lot going on as far as creatures go. Look, at it looks like it might even have like wings possibly. I don't know, something weird there going on. But uh, there's a lot going on deep underground. But check this out. This, I believe, is a Wendigo, okay? It looks like it's from Mexico. Make sure my door is locked. I keep hearing thudding and shit. <clears throat> so this, I believe, to be a Wendigo from, and it looks like, possibly Mexico. It's pixelated a little bit, so bear with me, but I'm sorry. This this looks so real, like so real. <sighs> That's supposedly a real image of I believe to be a Wendigo or or a skinwalker possibly. But I'm leaning more towards Wendigo. To me, that looks just like a Wendigo.
Get zucchini head. Chupacabra. There you go. Sure. Sure. Hard to say. My friend hit a deer and dragged it away. Cops get there and it's gone. What? Crazy. That's, you think that's... That, okay, it looks like a covenant alien. What up, Caesar Leo? I know I didn't announce the live. Yeah, they could be created uh, in the underground bases for sure. Yeah, I know. It's weird, isn't it? Weird looking little things. Could be reptilian, sure. I don't know why I didn't announce that. I just kind of did it random. Yeah, you're talking about Dulce, New Mexico. Yeah, it does. Said it looks like a grunt head from Halo. My ninja, what's happening? Nuclear mutation? Sure, could be. I like it. Oh, the rake is real, too. The rake is very real. The rake is a real um, being as well. Um, so, yeah, I think that there is a lot going on right now, and in the, in the dimensions are overlapping with the deer thing. That is just the weirdest thing to me. Um, and I think I'm probably, I've got to be one of the first people to talk about it. I don't think it's being talked about on a... Uh, like, I don't know, what would you call it? Like a conspiratorial level. I don't know. Like, I, I, nobody's really talked about it on a, on a fantastical level, right? Uh, thinking, you know, everybody always thinks there's just some logical explanation. Um, but, you know, there you go. That person just said right in the comments the same thing. Why are, why are people... Why are why are people's deer kills disappearing all over the all over the my state? I don't know about y'all. You know what I mean? Unicorn's cousin, deer meat and blood and antlers have power. Huh. I like that theory. I like that theory. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's uh but it's a real thing, guys. There's something weird going on with the deer kills. They are, they're being taken, whether it be by extraterrestrials, anything underground. Uh, there's something there, and it has something to do with disclosure or ETs or fantastics or mythology, lore, all that. It's not, it, mu it makes me a little nervous because it's weird. Um, could something be flying and picking it up? I never thought about that. Could it be a flying entity that flies down and picks them up? It's a thought. Hmm. I don't know. It's hard to say, I guess. Um, but that's one of the only things that would be able to, you know, that, that's one of the only things that can happen where it would leave no tracks. Dragon, you know it. That's my thought. Ganasqua, No. Something has to be flying and picking it up or something, possibly. Yes, I have heard about the zombie deer disease. Yep. Chronic wasting disease. 
chronic wasting disease. There's a video of it? Dang. You just sent it my way. Tyler. Yeah, you, you just have to get the bullet to stick. You wouldn't be able to have the bullet shoot through. But that would be a great idea. I like that idea. Grumpy bun. She said, or he said, uh, is it possible to shoot deer with a bullet with a tracker? Huh, cool. Really? What is it? Dude, ant, that's what I said. If you're in the deep woods, giants eat through underground tunnels. Did I not say that earlier? Who knows? And they would be able to pull them into the underground tunnels and they somehow cloak any entrance. Like they pull them through the ground, but there's no hole. Gongoy, it's a creature in Thailand that hops on one foot. I've heard about the, um, yeah, yes, I've heard about this one-footed being, yes. No, no, it's not why, I'm just telling you that's the actual disease. What's that? Zug. Really? I guess the Rouge. Huh. Nobody cares? That's a good idea. Yeah, no, it doesn't make you, like, disintegrate on, on the spot, the chronic wasting, no. But it is a disease. Sorry. All right. I'm a he. Sorry about that. Cool. Cool. I'm glad you've been watching um, the content, brother. That's awesome. Yeah, the Japanese do have some good folklore. They do. They do. So um, I wanted to show you guys too, though. This is another weird thing that huh, obviously, you know, I showed the last, I showed it in the last live. Okay. So I'm going to show it to you guys real quick here and see what y'all think. I guess I could hold on here. I've been doing uh, some research on your mud flood, too. Oh, I want to play this for you guys real quick, okay? There's a couple of videos that I found online. 